Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I am uh, in my tuxedo. Uh, oh, good. I am uh, all dressed and ready um, for a special do you, segment. Do you do a, do you do a um, Oscar party? Do you host people and have a big shindig? I don't. And you want to know why? Is because I do. a lot of times I have money riding on the Oscars. <laughs> Oh God! Really? And I don't want people around for that. So you, you might want to see some help, uh, addiction recovery for gambling addiction and such. I, I if you could, if you've got action on the Oscars, I, I think do. You've got the problem. Actually, I do, and I f- really feel that I can game that system better than I can a sporting event many times. Okay. So, Have you ever been on the ponies? Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm not a big horse race guy, but uh, for some <laughs> but reason, do the Oscars, the Oscars, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> okay. like my. Uh, I, I really enjoy trying to watch all the uh, Best Picture nominees, and uh-huh. so through that, I kind of you know you have to kind of think like the Academy thinks, and so this year I, right. I, I, uh, I have a I have a pretty strong feeling who's going to win, and then I'm also hedging a little bit with a little bit longer shot that I think has a okay. potential to win. Um, okay. unfortunately, like when this gets released, we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon, obviously Oscar uh-huh. day. And right. when this gets released, it'll be well after, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to look like total fools by then. Yes. Yeah. Now, now are you in your tuxedo, Lance? I'm in my birthday suit. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's <laughs> who designed that. Who's uh, who, who are you wearing? Uh, Wang. <laughs> Vera Wang. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we, we have uh, a, a very special segment for our listeners today, don't we? We do. We have, uh, the, so today, tonight is the 90th uh, annual uh, Oscar ceremony. And so today we're having the first annual Working Interferences Dental Oscars. Yes. And so we have two categories this year. And uh, okay. uh, these were uh, nominated by the Academy. Um, we called the Academy of General Dentistry, and they submitted these, uh, these nominations. They were so very generous. We appreciate that. Yes, help. so, so much. So, so Lance, I think you're going to take the first one. So why don't you take that, and then I'll do the second one. Okay. So best dentist role. Uh, you know, and I, we want people to, to listen in, and then go ahead and email and correct me on all the stuff that I missed, because there's, there's a ton that I'm just over, overlooking. But some of the best yeah. roles. I mean, we put a, a lot dentist. of work in this. Into this. At least three minutes. And by a lot of Maybe. work, I mean like, yeah, like 30 to 45 seconds of work. Uh-huh. In a row. So, For us, I mean, that's was... a lot of work. <laughs> when you've got adult ADD, there's only so much we can we can do. So, uh, you know, I, I really like Christoph Weitz, uh, Dr. King Schultz in uh, Django Unchained. Nice. You know, who? what's not to love about a, a dentist in a, a um, Tarantino film? I have to admit so. that I have won money on him before. Oh, have you? <laughs> yes. Uh, in uh, what was the movie before Django that he won Best Supporting Actor for? Um, uh, Glorious uh, Bastards. Glorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Another Tarantino. Unbelievable performance, and the opening oh, scene yeah. of Inglorious Bastards where um, he's looking for Shoshana beneath the floorboards, and it, it just the, the right. tension of that scene. 
Um, God, he's just, he is so freaking good in that movie. And he's great in Django, too. Uh, no and, doubt but about I thought his, his best role was in Green Hornet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, good, good call. That's a deep pull, Lance. Well, you know, I'm a big Kristoff fan. So, yeah. No, nice. it, it, uh, he, he, actually, I do like his work. He, he tends to have whatever role he takes, he owns it. So, got to give it a, a nod to that. Uh, another uh, flash from the past would be uh, Steve Martin's uh, Orange Trevello in Little Shop of Horrors. Hasn't he emailed the show before? I believe if it wasn't him, he it, if someone using his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something about about banging a staff member, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh God, if I had a nickel. Yeah. For every time Steve Martin banged a staff member. Right. That's where- Steve Martin's attorneys. <laughs> please understand that that was all in jest. That was a joke. Please do not contact our show. Yeah. Yeah, we should uh, we should probably end the show with some stuff from legal the the, the legal department. Yes, we'll get right on it. <laughs> we need some fine print. Uh, another good one, uh, Kevin Nealon on uh, Glenn Martin DDS, but he's disqualified because it's a claymation. Oh yeah, so. okay, I get that. Yeah, that, I think that I think that's a separate category. That's in the arts and sciences uh, that, yeah. that, were, that was awarded right. last Tuesday night or whatever. So right in yeah. a private event in a private right. event. But I picked as my winner, uh, an honorable mention, of course, is, um, I just went blank on his damn name, on The Hangover, where he pulls his own damn tooth. Ed Helms. Uh, Ed Helms, yeah. Love that dude. Funny, funny, funny guy. But I'm giving the nod to Corbin Burnson in The Dentist. Stunning performance by Corbin Burnson. I mean, just, I don't know how much research that he did on that role, but it must have been about as much research as we did on this this bit. (laughs) but I, I, you know, the name of the movie is The Dentist. So how does that not, you know, how, when he's I playing mean, the dentist in The Dentist, like how does he not come away with this? So I think, I think that's some of his the, best work since L.A. Law. Absolutely, absolutely, and and uh, also when he played Roger Dorn in uh, Major League. But I still, to me, I think of him as the dentist. And I'm going to come in with a hot one for you as as a, a late breaking nominee um, hmm. from. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, nominated this year for Best Picture. Jerry Winsett, who played Jeffrey the Fat Dentist, who had his thumbnail drilled into by Francis McDormand. Uh, I think that's a late-breaking nominee. I think that's a strong. Strong, strong performance. Yep. He, he did not know any close technique of how to give an inferior alveolar block. His inferior alveolar block technique was, I would say, not consistent with the publishings of, Stan, of Stanley Malamed. Um, oh. He just sort of stabbed at a tooth without any gloves on. So also, oh, okay. in addition to having some questionable uh, anesthesia techniques, he also had questionable infection control techniques. And he started an extraction with a handpiece. Oh, really? There was no like fraying of any papillas or elevating any periodontal ligaments or anything yeah, or any got, elevating a tooth. time for that. And no gloves whatsoever when going to the handpiece. Nothing. Okay. So well. I would say from a technical advisor standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, that's really what lost this uh, okay. for him. But he did take a 330 burr to the... Uh, to the uh, thumbnail, which uh, was fun, and then Francis McDormand. I, have you? Did you see Three Billboards? No, actually, we had plans to go, and things fell through. Okay. So it's um, excellent. I'm, I highly recommend. I highly recommend anybody to see it. It's great. It, okay. But the dentist okay. scene uh, in that is going to make you squirm, not because of getting the the 
330 Burr to the to the thumbnail, it's all of the shit that he did wrong. Like no gloves, okay. n- n- nowhere near even pretending to have anywhere close to a inf- good MVR alveolar technique. Um, just nothing at all. Just everything wrong. Do you find that that it just kind of ruins shows when you 100%. see a dentist? How much yeah, does I, it freaking cost to to <laughs> hire a dental? You could you could hire a dental assistant. You don't even need to yeah. hire a dentist for fifty dollars yeah. for one hour to go over how like stuff would go down, like when to have gloves on, when not to have gloves on. Yeah, yeah. And what makes me really mad is the movie that did it the best. Do you know what movie did dentistry the best? No, Finding Nemo. <laughs> was unbelievable. They knew headstrom files. They knew like yeah, all the true. technical terminology. There was a dentist involved in that. Oh, clearly. Yeah. And all these other movies, like seriously, hire a freaking dental assistant for one hour to set mm-hmm. your scene up, to help you, to tech, to be a technical advisor. Mm-hmm. How, how much, what was the budget? I'm going to look here and see if I can figure out what the budget on three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri was. I'm guessing it was well over $20 million. Oh, nowadays, yeah, it's got to be something like that. Let's see. Let's see here. Let's see if w- Wikipedia can help me with this. Wikipedia can help me with anything. Let's see if it has something about this. Let's see here. Um, yeah, its box office was $114 million. Wow. Uh, so it made $114 million. Its budget was $12 million. Okay. So um, on IMDb, it says estimated $15 million. Okay. But either way. Either, shit, yeah. I mean. So make it $15 million and 50 bucks. And hire a freaking <laughs> dental assistant to come right. in and do your technical advising for you. Yeah. For the love of God, get with it. <laughs> three billboards out of, outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Great film, otherwise. Oh, great film, otherwise. All right. So, are you ready for for really the uh, the prestige category? Really, the, what, yes. what we're all here for. And that's Talk it to me. Best film featuring a dentist. And the nominees are Marathon Man, starring Dustin Hoffman. Little Shop of Horror, starring Rick Moranis. Secret Lives of Dentist, starring Kevin Klein. Django Unchained, starring... Uh, was that Jamie, Jamie Foxx? Fox. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. And finally, The Dentist, starring Corbin Burnson. And let's I have a large, a comically large envelope here. And I will... Uh, okay, the right one. Yes, I think it is the right one. <laughs> okay. I think it is the right one. Let's don't see open, here. Don't open your credit card bill. <laughs> Did you get that Foley work? Did you hear I that? Have some right, great, that's, that's some, some really good, good Foley, Foley The winner is... The Dentist. Ah, the yes. Dentist starring okay. Corbin Burnson. I think we can all agree all right. that that is by far the greatest movie of all time featuring dentists. Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. There was a, of, of the nominees that I saw this year, uh, or I saw, I saw them all. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that had something dental in it was, let me see here. It was I, Tanya. Uh, and, and really it was just, she was ice skating with braces on. Um, oh. That was, and I was just trying to think like who in the world, could you imagine being Tanya Harding's orthodontist? Um <laughs> Yeah, the post did not have anything dental in it. Ladybird did not. Hmm. I don't remember anything in Get Out. I don't remember anything in Dunkirk. Phantom Thread, no. Shape of Water, no. Darkest Hour, no. Three Billboards, yes, that's the only one. And then Call Me mm-hmm. by Your Name. Did you see Call Me by Your Name? I did not. Lance, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this to you. Oh, it's it's a little gay. There's there's a lot <laughs> of gay themes in Call Me by Your Name. 
Okay. Um, but kind of like a, I love you, Philip Morris, that level. I didn't see that one. I don't know that oh. one. Yeah, I don't know. No. Do I need to check it out? It's good. I mean, I'm a big Ewan McGregor fan, okay. and Jim Carrey pulled, did a great job. I mean, yeah, it was a good show. But it, it's it was actually the, the the Call Me by Your Name was actually was actually very good, um, and mm-hmm. there was a, a couple of really genuine moments in it that I I just thought were were sort of heartbreakingly mm-hmm. done and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but but I did not know any of the premise of it going in, and I was a little surprised. There, there's actually a scene in that. If we were doing a, a best pictures or best performances of people having sex with foods, uh-huh. th- there would only be two nominees. One would be American Pie, uh-huh. and then the other one would be Call Me By Your Name, where gotcha. uh, at some point uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet um, does indeed engage in some sort of coitus with a peach. Uh, but haven't we all? Well, it wait, just... Wait, uh, <laughs> Raul Dahl. <laughs> do you remember Raul Dahl, the guy who wrote James? Yeah. He's rolling over in his grave right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's rolling over in his grave. Probably. Probably. Well, well, that is the first annual uh, Working Interferences uh, uh, Dental Best o- Best uh, Dental Oscars. And, uh, dental Oscars. Beautiful. And so we look forward... Who's, who's your winner? Uh, oh, the dentist by far, you know is no, is, but I mean tonight. Oh, who I, I think three billboards wins tonight. Three billboards. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. It it, it the, if you look at the Vegas odds, it's running basically you know even even odds. You have you you bet okay. a buck, you win a buck. Um, okay. So so it's 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 a pretty strong favorite in that category. The surprise to me would be you know where I'm hedging would be a hundred bucks on Get Out because it's okay. running fifteen to one. And you know, there's there's been a lot of talk hmm. about how movies featuring African Americans never win. And number two, there's been a, a big influx of new young voters into the academy mm-hmm. over the last year. Right. And so I think that the young votes are going to go to Get Out. And I think you know, so, okay. so if if a if a film wins besides Get Out, I think it or wins besides Three Billboards, I think it's Get Out. Okay. So yeah, so that that's where the money is. Is the money's on. Uh, three billboards and then hedging with a with a smaller bet on Get Out because if you win okay. on Get Out, you know if you're going to lose with three billboards, you're going to win with Get Out. So okay. uh, that's that's where your your hedge is. So cool, yeah. In years past, we used to try to make sure we watched them all, but that was when there was only five. It was uh, so entries. much easier when there was five. Yeah, yeah. And now when it, when it went to ten, I just went. Uh, I'm not even trying. Really hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get to them every year, um, and and this yeah. year I did, and and really by the skin of skin of their teeth, I watched the post last night and uh, or this oh, morning. Okay. I'm sorry, with a with a uh, a crappy feed uh, pirated off the internet. So um, <laughs> okay. again, uh, maybe we need to get legal uh, on, yeah. on this episode at the end. Um, so that that obviously uh, to anybody listening who's affiliated with uh, the RIAA. That was just a joke. That was a gag. I obviously did just, not. Just kidding. Yeah, uh-huh. that was to, yeah, that was just a, a, a joke. So anyway. Well, Lance, uh, this is an advice show. We answer your questions. It we is. answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Uh, and uh, we answer our listeners' questions. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance that we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Oh. Lance, we don't want a bunch of boring questions like, um, what's the best uh, endophile ever? Because you all know it's K-Files by uh, Tulsa Densply. Um, Duh. We want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. 
So with that, oh, and, and speaking of, for any uh-huh. listener that sends us a question that we read on the show, we will send you a very nicely made, nicely done Working Interferences podcast sticker featuring our uh, cover art logo. Um, it, it's a, they're very nice stickers. I've ordered them today. They're, they should be they should be really, really well done. And so I look forward to sending those stickers to people who send us questions. Um, so, so please, uh, you know, now you have no reason not to. Let's see. All right, question one from Jay. Jay asks, valuable staff member calls out and goes to a concert. Okay, no problem. But gives her friend who works somewhere else a doctor's note with our letterhead so she can call out too and attend the concert together. Friends Workplace checks Facebook posts, and she is busted. And Friends Workplace calls to inform us, asking about the fraudulent note. What would you do? I think you know what I would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all know what Lance's first... Lance's get itchy fire trigger finger, for sure. But I think we need... I have a trap door right in front that, of my Absolutely. Desk. It's, like, it's like the Simpsons. You just have a button yeah. underneath it, and they just fall into a sarlacc pit of despair or something like that. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, but I think we have some questions that we need to answer before we just jump to firing, right? Right, right. I think it would be good. Okay. So, my first question, and forgive me for being a, a bit of a verbiage Nazi, but but I, I find this interesting. He says, "Call out sick." Uh huh. I've always said, "Call in sick." Mm. Do you call out for anything? I guess you call out for help. Well, yeah. When I'm in distress, I'm calling out, yelling. Right. But what else but, would you call out for? Would you call out sick? Jimmy John's? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's ordering um, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I find that terminology weird. It sounds yeah. funny to me. Call, yeah. call out sick? It just like bumps me from the whole thing. Like it's my whole life. So-and-so yeah, so called in, right? Go. Called in yeah. sick. Called in sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I first and foremost, like, all right, I'm bumped, but I got to get my game face back on and figure out mm-hmm. what, what we're talking about here. So, Lance, is it okay, and, and we're just going to change the terminology here because otherwise I'm not going to be able to get past it. Is it okay to okay. call in sick to go to a concert? Uh, well, if you're telling me, hey, I've got to go to a concert, um, I'm taking a personal day or something like that, I, I may or may not agree with, I might have issues with, but at least I know what you're what your deal is. What um, is it okay to call in for? Maybe that's a better question. What is it okay to call in sick for? First off, I mean, I well, think we, we all, we both agree that there are varying degrees of being sick. Right. So right. If, if, from if a, you're going out both ends and you can't sit still. Yeah, and, sure. And I think, worthless, then, yeah, yeah, diarrhea is hugely involved in calling in sick. Mm-hmm. If you have diarrhea, probably stay home. And also yeah. if you're vomiting. I think those two things. Like I don't want yeah. you no more I don't want you diarying your pants in front of a patient and I don't uh-huh. want you vomiting in front of a patient or on a patient. Right. Right. If it's projectile anything, yeah. Stay home. Sure. Yeah. What about like from a like a cold and flu perspective? Obviously we can agree like a confirmed diagnosis of the flu. Mm-hmm. We we're going to say call in on that. If you've got the man flu, and I'm not going to I'm not okay with that. Just man up and go. Tell me about the man flu, Lance. Okay, women make fun of men because we get the sniffles and we exaggerate and we stay home. And uh, 
whereas they soldier on. There, there's no, like, you know, a, a mom, her job is never over. She's always got to be on her game to take care of the kids and do all the, the stuff. I and mean, the hardest job in the freaking world is a mom. So they make fun of men that have the sniffles and exaggerate. So they call it the man flu, just making fun of. It's, it's kind of like the, the if, did you look for that item or did you just man look for that item? And like you, you barely right. glanced, couldn't find it. Okay. All right. So, that makes sense. So man flu, no, but real flu, yes. Right. All right. Um, where do you stand on like a persistent cough? Uh, we wear masks for a reason. So yeah, true. Uh, true. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's kind of covered some of our sickness vibes here. Outside yeah. of sickness, so so, um, and I, the one reason why I make such a st- I'm a stickler on all that is as I am kind of boutique level. Um, I, I have one person in each role. Yeah, so it's they're sick. Hygienist. It screws everything. It, it, yeah, I got nothing. If you're my hygienist, I got nobody. And the temp agencies here are having a hell of a time filling your spot. So we're, we're your absence might mean two thousand dollars in lost production or more. So right. I, I need you there. Okay, so. Day game for the Mariners, yay or nay? Like, like just middle mm-hmm. of the season day game for the Mariners. It's, yeah, I'm not going to be cool with okay. it, probably. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Seahawks. I guess the Seahawks would never real. I guess a Monday night game, but that's a night game. You're, you're done yeah. in time. So you know when they when they won the Super Bowl and they had the parade, it was on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yeah. And we 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 just closed down the you office. Closed. We all went. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good, reasonable. I'm in on that. Yeah. I'm in on that. Yeah. So the concert. What concerts are during the day yeah, on a weekday? I, my, my only guess is this is an office that's open like six days a week. And so it's a Friday or a Saturday, okay. maybe destination thing. There's out of yeah, town. or there's out of town. That's the thing that, yeah. that makes me think. So tell me, what bands would you allow? Your, would you grant somebody calls in and says, hey, I got a chance to see this. Um, what would it have to be? The Beatles. De- <laughs> I'm thinking like Zeppelin. Kurt Someone Cobain does. comes back from the dead <laughs> exactly. and zombie Kurt Cobain <laughs> is playing like an un- right, unplugged right. show at Key Arena. Maybe like, yeah. okay, cool. If it's like 3, yeah. 3 p.m. on a Monday, I'm down. Sure. I, I would yeah. say, I'd say you got tickets to that. You should go see it. Uh-huh. There's a movie. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but there was some kind of joke of like somebody missed this concert and it was like, Obviously, it couldn't happen now, but it was like mm-hmm. George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney, and they had um, uh, Eric Clapton playing the role of, of John Lennon, and it was like mm. a Beatles reunion, but with Eric Clapton instead of Lennon. Okay. If that's coming to Seattle, and it's, it's 2.30 p.m. on a Monday, are you, yeah, letting, I, are you letting somebody go for that? I, I probably would. I'm probably going myself. Yeah, you're going to be there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. You can go if you have an extra ticket from me. Right, right. right. Um, 38 special. <laughs> no? No. Uh, Crystal Gale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <should> I? <laughs> Lover boy. <laughs> oh, I saw them uh, a couple months ago. No, really? Are they good? <laughs> the guy got sick. How's this? It was like out of a movie. The guy got sick. The Mike Reno. Um Saying like God, one it is song. so sad that you know who the lead singer of Loverboy is. Only because he couldn't sing, and so he, they were canceling the show. We were front row. I got tickets. A guy I know uh, got us front row, oh, and uh, um, some guy from the the that isn't a cover band for Loverboy went on stage and sang like five songs, and then they just ended the show. And it was the guy rocked it. It was it was like, is someone filming this? Because this is surreal. 
It was so cool. But you could see the cover band for <laughs> yeah. Loverboy, like in the parking lot of a Sam's Club on a Tuesday yes. morning. I could with no pro. Yeah. Like no one is paying top dollar to see a Loverboy cover band. Right. You just right. yeah, they got to cancel the show. I'm trying to think of yeah. any other embarrassing bands. I got to tell you this, this and this is going to date me a little bit, Lance. Okay. But if Hootie and the Blowfish do a reunion show, I'm going. And then if Oasis, <laughs> really? oh, absolutely. And if Oasis okay. is doing a cover, a reunion oh. show, there's no doubt about it. I'm I'm okay, closing yeah. my day. I've seen Oasis twice. I I drop the I I close for sure. Absolutely. Big, big fan of Oasis. So I. Just because you want to see if the Gallagher brothers are going to kick each other's ass. Oh, th- like the <laughs> chance of that happening is amazing. Yeah, you got action on that one too? Oh, for I mean, it's it's not even <laughs> worth betting on because it's like Vegas is like, you're going to have to bet so much to make a dollar that it's not even right. worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think as embarrassing as it is, like I got to know who, who the band is. Yeah. I, I really do. Like that I that's going right. to make a difference. Now, here's the other thing is mm-hmm. is why didn't you tell me about this when you got the freaking tickets? Right. And yeah. we could have made some sort of arrangements. Yeah. That's the yeah. way to do this. Is you, you got to buy the tickets. Just, you know, that 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 just tell me when you buy the tickets. Mhm. The, yeah. the the Seahawks parade thing is weird though because really like the games on a Sunday, they Yeah. You know, the, the they announce like Monday morning or Sunday night or whatever like when the parade is. Like you can't really right. plan that ahead of time because if exactly. you planned like two week when the Super Bowl starts like like or when it's like in books that the Seahawks are going, if you plan to be off to you're like, oh, we're just going to schedule off on the parade day. There's they have no chance of winning at that point. Oh, yeah, you just jinxed them. You for jinxed sure. them for sure, no doubt about it. So you can't do that. So that one's a little bit interesting because it's like you got two days notice. But I'd also be willing to bet like the the cancellation percentage would be pretty high that day, especially that yeah. one. Like the city of Seattle has not won a title in God knows how many years since 1978, probably the Sonics, the yeah, Lenny Wilkins Sonics. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, so you just have to know a bunch of patients are going to go. Right. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, it was a mess. So here's the deal. The calling in sick thing I can deal with. I don't, it's not ideal. I don't love it. What's even worse to me is the letter Without your, you know, without your permission or without asking or anything like that, for the friend that then gets busted, yeah. and now you're having to deal with this awkward freaking phone call. Well, I mean, it's technically it's identity theft. They they forged your signature, absolutely, using your letter. I mean, that that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. And and I mean, because if she's doing this, like, what are the chances that there's something else going on, like embezzling? Yeah. yeah what else don't you know? And is she like embezzling to buy like like is her poor taste in music, which I'm assuming she has just because yeah, she's fraud- I'm a jerk. Um, is she embezzling money from you to buy like the greatest hits of 38 special, like to buy that album? Uh-huh. Which like, mm-hmm. I would rather you embezzle from me and set my money on fire in front of my face than use it to buy the greatest hits of 38 special. Exactly. What, a lot of 38 special hate in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I honestly could not tell you a where, single where song that 38 special Where did 38 sings. special touch you? Show me on this doll. Where <laughs> Show me on the you. doll. <laughs> I, I have a feeling it, 38 Special could not be named that today, right? Because it's named after a gun. Oh, God, no, not anymore. Yeah, it, it, they'd have to come up with a different name. It's like Huey Lewis and the AK-47. <laughs> right, yeah. That's, the AR-15s. That's like what, that's uh, Huey Lewis and the AK-47s is like for the Russian leg of his tour. <laughs> yeah. Where he has Dimitri on base. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Yeah, that's not good. So you got to just fire, right? You got to hit the Lance button. That's what I'm going to call firing from now on is hitting the Lance button on the controller. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a fireable offense. Yeah, it really is. What if it was your favorite band and she got you a ticket? Does that bail her out of any of this stuff? (laughs) Well, if I'm going, then yeah. (laughs) Then you're, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I hate to say it. It's probably true. It is probably true. All right. So mm-hmm. I think we. I mean, all right. So Jay, you got to fire. Her. Mm-hmm. It's just this shows a questionable lack of judgment. It's time to move on. And also, it's calling in sick, not calling out sick. Get it right. Yeah. And it, the, the other thing is, I mean, the, it started off saying they're a valuable member. I don't think they're that valuable if they're going to be this way. Right. This character flaw. Yeah. What exactly does that mean? Valuable. Like my only one. Yeah. So I mean, that's obviously what it means. But it's like. You found this one, you yeah. can find another one. They're out there. They're just hard to find. Right. I mean, unless it's a dentist who's amazing. And even then, like, there's enough. Yeah. There's, there's got to be good associates out there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you got to fire. Move on. Move on. Just hope she bought you a t-shirt at the concert. <laughs> Question two. Elizabeth asks, Prime and Bond, do you use a drop on a micro brush? A dappen dish with a micro brush? The reason I am curious is that my associate, my associate, my associate, my associate, my associate is using the Dappen dish of Prime and Bond, and I nearly fell out of my chair when I heard that. My top assistant refused to put it on a Dappen dish, and I told him, "You get one drop at a time." Thoughts? I my ha- thoughts are holy. F- you're cheap. I I think. All right. <laughs> I have I have multiple questions here. The uh-huh. need clarification. Okay. Are you talking about pouring the whole bottle of Prime and Bond into a Dappen dish? Is that what she's talking about? Because well, I, she says she that, fell out of her chair when she heard that he put the bonding agent into a Dappen dish. I feel like that's a normal thing. That's, yeah. Well, my guess is you, you do one drop in the Dappen dish. And that's exactly you, right. Right? That's So what's the difference between a drop in the Dappen dish or a drop on the brush? It's, there's, it's, a, there's actually a huge difference in my mind because... Putting a drop directly on the micro brush is the mm-hmm. quickest way in the world to piss me right off. <laughs> because then, like, so how many restorations can you get out of one drop if you put it in a dappen dish or in a little dish? Right. Three or four, right? Or at least two or three, like multiple restorations. Yeah. You put, I'll go on record. I'm a dappen dish guy. Absolutely. You put one drop on a micro brush, just like holding the micro brush in the air and drop a micro, a, a prime and bond right on it. You get basically one, whatever you have like prepped and etched and ready at that point is all you get out of that. Right. Because it's going to evaporate off of that brush almost immediately after you're done with it. Mm-hmm. That's why we put a drop in the dish, dab the micro brush in there. There's still a lot left over after that. Mm-hmm. She has yeah. to mean that he's putting either a whole bottle into a dappen dish or like three or four or five or 10 drops at a time. That's the only thing I can imagine that would make her fall out of her chair. Unless... They're just so freaking crazy that they only... I can't imagine anybody's doing like 10 drops into a Dappen dish or 30 or half the bottle or anything like that. But what else would make you fall out of your chair? If you're so freaking damn cheap that it's... But even it's, then, you, putting the bottle, putting the drop directly in the microbrush wastes so much more. If you're that cheap, you would think you would have figured out like how much that wastes. When my assistants do that, I get so angry because it's like I've told you... Five million times, never drop directly in the micro brush. Put it in a well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I'm falling out of her chair. That seems like that's a, like a, it's like saying like it's, it's... like um, I'm trying to think of a 
like my assistant like squirted a little bit of bite registration out and then squirted some of the mouth. I fell out of my chair. Like, no, that's the normal thing to do. Have you read the direction? Yes. Because that's like, what it says to do. I don't understand like how that could make you fall out of your chair. Now, certainly, if she took it and signed her name in, in four-inch tall letters on the patient napkin and then handed mm-hmm. it to you, yes, I could mm-hmm. see falling out of your chair from that. Mm-hmm. A dappin dish, do you use a drop on a microbrush? So that, to me, tells me a drop directly on the microbrush. Yeah, I think you're right. Or a dappin dish with a microbrush. The reason I'm curious that my associate is using the dappin dish of Prime and Bond. Do you think he's filling up the dappin dish? That's the only thing I can think of. I guess. My, my guess is they're just exaggerating, and we're on the side of the associate, because there's no way they're Maybe going. he's, that's, it's got to be he's filling up the dappin dish. How many drops do you think it would take to fill up? Like, so with the dappin dish, there's kind of, if you use an exact, like a, what I'm picturing as a dappin dish looks like a shot glass. Is that what you're thinking of? Oh, yeah, that's, no, actually, I've got these little preformed things. Yeah, but is that a dappin dish or is that just a well? Uh, Yeah, I guess it's a well. Let me Google dappin dish and see what comes up. I I think dappin dish is going to come up looking like a shot glass because that's what we get. But my my assistant keeps calling these little wells dappin dishes. Okay, so images for dappin dish, if you do that, the first Mm -hmm. one you get looks like the shot glass. Now, Mm -hmm. with that, there's the two sides, though. You remember? There's like the one side that's big Mm -hmm. and the other side that's small. Yeah. So let's pretend we're even talking about the small side. How many drops do you think it takes to fill in the small side of a dappin dish? We should do this experiment tomorrow with like water to (laughs) see. It's going to be a lot. My guess is 30 plus drops. Oh, um, more. Because it's it's wide. It is very wide. It's girthy. It's all about the girth. It's so girthy. It's generally not something I have a huge problem with, Lance. Well, that's always been my saving grace. Um, yeah, so uh, we need so much clarification here to figure this out of like, number one, are you talking like, are you talking about filling up a dappin dish? And number two, what kind of dappin dish are you talking about? Because the one that you're talking about is like the one that has multiple little wells in it, right? Uh huh. And there's like two or four, depending on what brand you're using. And they're preformed mm-hmm. out of plastic and, yep. and they're small, right? Mm-hmm. Very, very small. How many, and I would say the size of like a pencil eraser probably. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so how many drops do you think you could get in there? Maybe You're seven? You're probably looking at, yeah, seven to ten. Is okay, probably, see, I want to try yeah. this too. We're going to have to do this experiment and, and report back next week. Okay, okay. Even so, e- All right, so let's say in that situation, let's say we're talking about the small dappin dish. Okay. The one that you're talking about. Okay. If he's filling that up, that's still way, way, way too. You could do a full mouth of restorations for that. Yeah. yeah. So either way, like don't, you, it's just one drop at a time in a dappin dish. So yes. we're kind of standing on both sides here, really. Right, yeah. Use the dappin dish, but just put one drop at a time in there. Yeah. It would probably help us if the person, when they posed the question, would have explained how many drops were being put yeah. into the, the dish right. and things for us to understand the why they would fall out of their chair. That's the thing. Is, is it like the incredulity that she's experiencing about this? makes me yeah. think that this is this there has to be more waste here because to me there's nothing more wasteful than putting a drop directly on a microbrush because then you've basically screwed yourself from I mean that that drop is basically a one timer and gone whereas mm-hmm. a, a typical drop in a dappin dish can be used multiple times mm-hmm. so we've got some homework on this episode Lance so we're going to come okay. back next week we're going to report about about this experiment um yeah. and see um yeah I don't like waste either do you know how much 
Do you know how much uh, a bonding agent costs per gallon? Oh, I want to say it's like 200 bucks a gallon. Oh, my God. Try $98,000 a gallon. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. $98,000 a gallon is like retail uh, price. What kind of mileage do you get on that? <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if like that's the cure to the energy crisis? We uh-huh. find out that like one five ml bottle of bonding agent actually gets you like three hundred and fifty miles, like whatever. Like <laughs> that turns out to be like what it is that gets us through the uh, the uh, gets us like into a um, you know a, a state of, gr- of being green and having a zero wow. carbon footprint. That's crazy. Okay, so I, I think we could interject here, mm-hmm. and I think this is a perfect opportunity for a sponsor to come in. And I have an idea who that sponsor is. We were at their party last week. Yes. So Ivaclar's got the Adhesive Universal Viva pin, which I really like. I, there's nothing special about Adhesive Universal. It's, it's okay. very comparable to all the other Universal bonding agents. It's a nice bonding mm-hmm. agent. There's nothing particularly that sets it apart from Scotch Bond Universal or mm-hmm. Futura Bond U or OptiBond U or any of those other Universal bonding agents. But what sets it apart is the Viva pin because you just dispense the, the amount of bonding agent that you need out of the pin into a little cannula tip that's like tufted like a microbrush. And so you just dispense what you need at the time. Hmm. So Ivaclar hit us up guys, despite last week when Lance, um, <laughs> defiled your displays at the, it was consensual. I don't know, Lance, that thing passed out pretty hard <laughs> after you were done with it. That wouldn't stay erect. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So hit us up Ivaclar and, uh, and, and sponsor. This is a perfect segment for Ivaclar to sponsor. So I think we need more information here. We're going to do some science here. I think Lance and I both agree putting one drop of adhesive into a Dappen dish, covering that up, using that drop till it's gone, and then adding another drop if you have more restorations, if you're doing like a quadrant of dentistry or whatever, that's the way to do this. Do not drop directly on your microbrush. Do not fill up your Dappen dish with adhesive. Just one drop of adhesive at a, one drop of adhesive at a time. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So on to our, uh, on to our Reddit question. Reddit! Reddit user the burst, or I'm sorry, the burbs NXT, the burbs NXT, the burbs okay. like the movie with Tom Hanks, um, yeah. like the suburbs, the burbs mm-hmm. NXT. I don't know what that means. I'm going to dig into their name until I figure it out. Yeah. Uh, the burbs NXT asks front eight crowns, one Emacs, dentist confusing me. During the last cleaning, I spoke with my dentist about crowning my top eight teeth. I told him I preferred Emacs if that could be done. He didn't know what Emacs was and. I said that they are a name brand for a ceramic crown. He said he will give me the same thing, just not the Emacs brand. On the insurance preauthorization, he bailed out a D2752. My understanding is that an Emacs is billed under D2750. What should I say to my dentist to confirm I am getting a non-brand name Emacs? If he is not familiar with Emacs, he's been practicing for 30 years and his office is from 1995. But I've been very satisfied with his hygienic work. Should I find a different dentist? Thanks. Lance. What okay. What dentist doesn't know what the hell Emacs is? Here's here's what I'm thinking. This has been a very movie themed uh episode, correct? Oh, correct. I'm gonna use a line from one of the best picture nominations this year. Okay. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Get out the Burbs For NXT. Sure. Run as fast as you can. If your dentist has never heard of Emacs, you need to run 
quickly. Yeah. Not only I mean, do you need to run, you need to find a fireplace poker to stab into this guy's skull because he is chasing you from behind. Oh, yeah. And he may not die. No doubt about it. He's coming back for sure. Yeah. You're going to have to finish him off. And then he's probably coming back in the dentist part two. Yeah. Yeah. And, and isn't it D2740? I'm looking this up because I don't know codes off the top of my head very I, well. I don't either, but I thought it was 2740. I've got an app on my phone. So I'm going to pull this up. So D, D let's D, see what D2752 is. That's a PFM. A 2752 is a P freaking M. Oh my God. You need to get the hell out of here. Dear God. Oh man. All right. So let's see what a 2750 is. 2750 is also a porcelain fused to high noble metal. What was it? Yeah. 2752 yeah. is fused to noble metal. So let's see. Andrea, I'm hearing Andrea yell from the other room, 2740. Yeah, pretty yeah, sure that's... porcelain. Yeah, porcelain ceramic substrate. Yeah, Jesus, could you imagine? Right. I mean, I understand. This isn't like saying, "Have you heard of pectin or whatever?" Like, you know, yeah. something like that. That's a little bit more obscure or like just sort of cutting edge. Or whatever. E yeah. freaking Max. If there's a dentist who doesn't know what Emax is, yeah, it's so. This is why I tell people that like they seem to be proud. I've been going to this dentist and he's been in practice for thirty years. That's bad. Or it could, could be really bad. Yeah. It could I mean, be I know some guys that are great, but sure. But wow. God, could you imagine not knowing what Emacs is? So when Emacs came out, like in t- 2006, I believe, okay, and didn't really sort of take off until like 2008 or so. So sure. that's still 10 years. That's a third of this guy's career. One third of his career, where Emacs should have dominated anything he did, even if you're being conservative, premolar forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is. I mean, it, w- it was Empress, then became Empress 2. That didn't do- go so well. And then it was Eris, and that wasn't so hot. So they had to repackage it as Emacs. And it's been, like, ma- majority. I think it's a, isn't the market leader? Uh, well, technically, Zirconia has, has exceeded oh. it. Um, okay. But still, like, that's... Emacs was like the... Like, it just sort of ushered in the, the monolithic revolution, right? Like, it, yeah, it sort yeah. of... Sto- like, it sounded the first... It's like it's like George Washington, you know, like okay. maybe not the, the the greatest president of all time, but like amongst the top five because of sure. it was the first one. Like it's the first one that you could use in the posterior and be confident yeah. about. Yeah. How do you and not? My, how could you have never yeah. heard it? Have you not picked up dental economics, yeah. dentistry today, dentistry IQ? Inside Dentistry, Compendium, any freaking publication in the last 15 years. Do you not talk to your lab? Do you not look at your lab scripts? That should be the (laughs) first entry on your freaking lab script, no matter what lab you use. Yeah, you're going to check a box. It's either Emacs or Zertful Monolithic Zirconia or PFM and on on, on down, but Emacs is there. Oh, my God. This is... We've had some doozies from Reddit. Yeah. I thought I'm the most worked up I've ever been from, so. from a question as this. I, I don't understand a dentist who doesn't know what Emacs is. Now he could certainly say, and I'm I'm not saying that Emacs is 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 you're dumb if you don't use it. Right. If if you really like like Lisi Press from GC America or or one mm-hmm. of the you know Obsidian from Glidewell, some of the lithium silicates or whatever, and you have like something to say like. Yeah, I don't use Emacs. I use this because of this, 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 and this. Great, no problem. That's not what I'm condemning him for. I'm not saying that it's Emacs or die. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is how could you have never heard of Emacs? Yeah, that is a huge problem. 
It's a very big red flag. Very big red flag. And he wants to do PFMs on the front. And he was eight. yeah, he was going to bait and switch, going God. from a monolithic material to PFM. I wonder if he thinks Emacs is just like feldspathic porcelain. Well, still, uh, there's no like. I understand having that thought in 2006. I do mm-hmm. not understand having that thought in 20 freaking 18. Mm-hmm. Man, crazy. The other crazy, thing, crazy. I mean, I I. I am somewhat fascinated by this because, I mean, I, I have actually had patients ask me for Emacs before or ask me if I use Emacs or about Emacs. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I, you know, I know that Ivoclar has done some sort of marketing towards patients about like using a dentist who uses Emacs. I, I find that fascinating. Hmm. I've also had patients ask for Lumineers, if you yeah, had that, which yeah, yeah. I'm far less enthusiastic about. Um, but I actually am I, like I've, I've collected a bunch of photos of failed lumineers. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, this this is what they look like soon after. Yeah. But uh, I'll give you what you want, and usually they're like, uh, "What do you recommend?" Yeah. Like Emacs. Emacs. <laughs> like it, it's sort of like uh, there's a there's a meme or like a gif that I see posted all the time that's like that's like um, Robert Redford, mm-hmm. and he's playing like Jeremiah Jones or something, Jeremiah Johnson or something like that, like. He's got okay. like the blonde shaggy hair. He's like an outdoorsman. Um, hmm. Let me see here. Let me just search for Robert Redford GIF and see what comes up. Um, and I, I th- I'm pretty sure it's Jeremiah. G- um, and he's like, he kind of like shakes his head and smiles. You've seen it before. I'll post it on. I'll post it okay. on uh, on like our our uh, our Winter Ferences, uh Instagram okay. page. He like it All like right. zooms in on him and his head is still. And then he at some point he like smirks and nods. When a patient asks me for Emacs, that's how I feel. Like, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely yes, 100% yes. Like, you know your stuff. You've done your homework. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to work with you because you are informed. Yeah, I can't figure out where this is from. I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me look at IMDb. This is a fascinating pod, I'm sure. Me <laughs> searching for Robert Redford on yeah. IMDb. Uh, let's see here. It's like Jeremiah Johnson or something like that. Okay. I'm pretty sure. It's going to be like way back. Um, and he plays like an outdoorsman. Yeah, Jeremiah Johnson. Let's let's check this out. Let's let's read up on Jeremiah Johnson. 1972 is when Jeremiah hmm. Johnson is from. A mountain man who wishes to live the life of a hermit becomes the unwilling object of a long vendetta by Indians. We can't say that anymore. It's Native Americans. It <laughs> proves to be a match for their warriors in one-on-one combat. On the early frontier again, another film that you would never see today. So yeah, we'll post that that GIF. That's how, that's that GIF is how I feel. And do you say GIF or do you say GIF? Which one do you say? I, I say GIF. Okay, I say GIF too. Yeah. Um, that GIF is how I feel when someone asks me for Emacs. So if you're in a dentist's office and they don't know what Emacs, or if you're a dentist listening to this and you don't know what Emacs is, you should be ashamed of yourself. Report yourself to your state board for sure. Take your license to your front desk. There should be a shredder up there. Shred your license and leave. Just leave. Yeah. If you don't know what Emacs is, this is 2018. Move on. Move on. You have anything else to add to that? No, I'm still, my jaw is still on the floor. Yeah. I, I've got to send a message to this, the Burbs and XT. Yeah. Um, and just make sure that they don't go to this guy. Yeah. Uh, You're doing them a, a, a service. We a need public a, service. Yes, we need to save this guy's or this woman's life, like whichever one. Right. Whichever one. 
Well, that's, that's going to be about it for today. I think we've I think we've helped some people today. I think we may have. I think that's we've weird. actually done some advice. Holy <laughs> yes. moly! It's a first time ever. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us uh, on it, really honestly iTunes is probably the best. Um, so. But uh, you know wherever you wherever you get your your fine podcasts, um, you know do do the rate and review. And honestly, like use use today's episode as as a guiding sort of light in, in your rating yeah. process. I feel like today was definitely a five-star episode. What do you think? I think so. I I'm think not going to so. say definitely. that every episode we do is five stars, but no. I think today no. was. Yeah, I would agree. So go rate and review. Five stars would be great. That's, five, that's Lance's favorite number. He loves Joe DiMaggio. I think, I think he was time. number five. Um, hit us up, uh, workinginterferences.com. Uh, uh, has apparently gotten some sort of virus, and there's nothing there, so we need to work with Sean uh, Van yeah. Viver on that, who I spoke to on Friday at the airport, actually. Oh, yeah. He called and asked me some questions, and so uh, I've got some stuff to get to him as far as he had me some, some advice on some stuff, and so I'm going to get him some stuff. Sweet. So so now he, he, you know, that I f- at least feel like maybe our our, our life debt is, is a, a portion of that is paid. Very good. He's we, good people. We owe to him. He's great people. He's great people. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on all the social bullshits. At, uh, for, for Instagram, we're at uh, Winterferences. For Twitter, we're at Winterferences. On Facebook, you can find us at Working Interferences. We've got stickers coming. We've talked about t-shirts. Maybe we're going to do like one out of every 20 questions gets a t-shirt. Like at random, we'll do a random drawing or something like that. We're going to do all kinds yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah. We're going to send some t-shirts to your uh, daughter's friends at Washington State University, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so we're we're going to we're going to start doing some some ground marketing that way. Um, because right. we know that college students are the fastest growing demographic of working experiences sure. listeners. For sure. For sure. Um, and Lance, let's see. Last time you picked a lounge singer um, <laughs> was it Dick Cheese? Was that who it was? Richard Cheese. Yes, Richard. Lounge, Richard, lounge against the machine. Yeah, that's right. Richard Cheese, lounge against the machine. I think you did. Was it Nine Inch Nails Closer? <laughs> yes. His version of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with something less comical today. I'm going to go with okay. something more in the real, actual, like like music uh, music segment. I'm going to go with one of my favorite bands. Um, okay. It's uh, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. Nice. Um, and Andrew McMahon has, has been the front man for a few different bands. He's been the front man mm-hmm. for this band, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. He's been the front man for Jack's Mannequin. He's been the front man for a band called Something Corporate. And uh, he's got a song off his latest album that I really, really enjoy uh, called Love and Great Buildings. And I believe the chorus goes something like, Love and Great Buildings Will Survive. And I'm, I'm kind of an architecture kind of connoisseur. I, I enjoy architecture and design. Um, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, kind of, especially mid-century modern sort of Bauhaus kind of stuff, um, Mm -hmm. sort of speaks to me, minimalist, modernist stuff, uh, is is kind of my ballywick. So, so I love, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So that, that song is a great song and, and, uh, and, and I really, really enjoy it. The whole album is great. I got the whole album. He's really good. He's really good. Actually, Andrea and I are going to see him, I think in May in Austin and we, I put in for, uh, VIP backstage, uh, meet and greet passes, and I won the lottery. And so, for like fifty bucks extra, nice. um, we get to go. Uh, we get to go have pizza with Andrew McMahon, um, awesome, and go to the sound check and all that kind of stuff. So, so super cool. Are you going to call that. out for to for the office? Uh, am I going to call out for that one? I may have to because 
if we have to be there for the sound check, the show starts at like eight. The sound check's probably like at six. And for me yeah. to get to Austin, I'll probably have to leave like at three thirty or four. It doesn't. It's only like seventy miles. If there were no traffic, it wouldn't take very long at all. But the traffic getting up there is, is a little rough. So yeah, I may have gotcha. to call out sick for that. One's a nice callback, Lance. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. <laughs> well, excellent. This is uh, Andrew McMahon uh, in the Wilderness Love and Great Buildings for Lance Timmerman. I am Joshua Austin. Peace. My heart is an apartment building on the verge A testament to days more optimistic The market shifts can cause storm systems to converge